This is Innovation for Transformation. I'm Dave Ball. May I have a moment? On October 31st, 1517, Martin Luther issued his 95 Theses, formally titled Disputation on the Power and Efficacy of Indulgences, in a letter to the Archbishop of Mainz. Luther was a relatively obscure monk who became professor of theology at the University of Wittenberg at the behest of his mentor, Johann von Staupitz, who was his superior in the German Augustinian order. Staupitz, Luther, and other reformers had long objected to the selling of indulgences, a practice with no biblical basis, which was ostensibly to redeem a soul from purgatory. According to tradition, Luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of the Wittenberg church. Whether or not Luther actually pounded the nails, the words he spoke and the books he wrote 500 years ago had historic impact. Luther transformed a theological debate about clerical practices and church dogma into a vigorous and occasionally violent protest against papal authority. Martin Luther was not the first insider to question church authority and tradition. More than a century before Luther, John Wycliffe, dubbed the Morning Star of the Reformation, spoke and wrote about the individual's direct relationship to God through Christ. He contended that Christ, not the papacy, was the head of the church. Wycliffe translated Jerome's Latin Vulgate into English, one of several acts which contributed to the church, church's posthumous declaration of his heresy. The Wycliffe translation, along with Johannes Gutenberg's invention of a printing press with movable metal type, helped make the Bible available to readers throughout Europe. Many other reformers of the 15th and 16th centuries sacrificed their reputations, their health, and even their lives in their efforts to return the inspired Word of God to primacy within the faith community. Under the influence of his mentor, Staupitz, the young Martin Luther recognized that the just shall live by faith, and salvation is by grace alone and Christ alone. The Reformation, which predated Luther, continues five centuries after his actions at Wittenberg, but Luther's intellect, personality, passion, courage, and eloquence were essential factors in the spread of Protestantism throughout Europe and the Christian world. An unintended consequence of the Reformation was the schism of the Protestant community into hundreds of denominations and sects, many of them competing for influence or power. This demonstrates that even sincere, thoughtful, prayerful believers can examine the same evidence and reach different conclusions. A well-intended but misguided ecumenical movement is showing progress in reunifying Lutherans and other Protestant entities with a Catholic Church based on resolutions of understanding and agreement declaring commonly shared principles of Christianity. Nevertheless, reorganization and centralization of church authority, be it papal or Protestant, will not yield a return to primitive godliness founded on the principles summarized in the five solas of the Reformation, sola scriptura, or scripture alone, solus Christus, or Christ alone, sola gratia, or grace alone, sola fide, or faith alone, and soli dio gloria, glory to God alone. Martin Luther's protest five centuries ago was rooted in the divine revelation that true reformation begins with a change of heart under the influence of the Holy Spirit and a personal surrender to the authority of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. As the Apostle Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verse 17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. As Luther later proclaimed to his interrogators at the Diet of Worms in 1521, Here I stand, I cannot do otherwise. God help me. May God help us all to remain faithful to him. Your thoughts? Be blessed.